walking with the risen Jesus, serving with resurrection love, and sharing with a newfound courage. Welcome to the PECOM Daily Prayer Podcast. Welcome back to the PECOM Daily Prayer Podcast. It is Saturday morning, April 18. This is Jeff Given, once again filling in for Pastor Courtney. Um, today, even though we have already celebrated Easter Sunday, um, we're still going to be focusing on a psalm of lament. I know, we're still lamenting. What's What's the deal? Well, in a normal year, under normal circumstances, uh, after we've gone through Holy Week, we've looked at the Last Supper on Monday, Thursday, uh, we've mourned the loss of our Savior on Good Friday. Normally, we get to Easter Sunday We've even been looking forward to it. And once we celebrate the resurrection, uh, we're able to kind of move on. We know that, uh, that sin has lost its power, that death has lost its sting. We celebrate, we rejoice, and things return to normal. Not so much this year, not so much in this season, can things uh, so easily just return back to normal. And in that, um, I think we find a hidden gift. The uncertainty continues. Even though we have celebrated the resurrection, we have celebrated Easter Sunday, all is not well. We find ourselves, I think, a little closer um, to reality. And indeed, we find ourselves a little closer to that first Easter morning. As Courtney mentioned last week, that first Easter morning was not filled um, with people dressed in their Sunday best, with bonnets and lilies and pastels and celebration and a hallelujah chorus. That first Easter morning, I picture uh, a layer of fog still settling in lower to the ground. Just a couple of those close to Jesus going to the tomb to pay the respects. And then mistaking the risen Christ for a gardener, the confusion, the surprise, running off to tell those that they 
they thought might find comfort, might find joy in the good news, who most certainly wouldn't believe them. Jesus himself entering somehow through a locked door to a closed room, revealing himself to the other disciples. This was a weird morning. <laughs> and the uncertainty, I'm sure, would have still lingered. The uncertainty, of course, following Good Friday would have been tremendous. There was no Sunday to look forward to for those that were present. There was only lament. There was only grief. There was only sorrow. And so in our situation, as we sit in this uncertainty, as we sit with a very unknown future in terms of what our circumstances will be, the gift is we find ourselves perhaps closer to the women who went to be with the body of Jesus with no hope in sight of anything more than lament, than grieving. We find ourselves closer to the disciples that found their whole worlds turned upside down, not knowing what to do next or to whom they might look. So we can sit even more fully in this uncertainty. Even though Easter has come, the resurrection has been celebrated, there might still be something for us in the practice of lament. We'll look at Psalm 13 this morning. Stephanie Given will read that psalm for us. And unlike uh, Psalm 88 that we heard last week, Psalm 13, um, while, a, while a full and expressive lament, also turns toward, toward hope, turns toward assurance, even if yet to be experienced. Psalm 13 is that expression that all is not well, yet we trust in a God who is bigger than all of our circumstances. We trust in a God that brings hope out of hopeless situations. We trust in a God that brings new life even out of death. And this idea of death to life, this resurrection, is woven through all of creation. 
Jesus' resurrection um, was not just a single event, but a revelation of what has been going on the whole time through all of creation. Jesus' resurrection was a proclamation of this hidden reality that is sewed into the very fabric of our lives, that is sewed into the very soil of this earth that God has created. We have a compost tumbler in the backyard. Um, that might seem like a strange transition, but um, s stick with me. In, in this compost bin, um, if I were to put only living organic matter into it, uh, the whole system, the whole uh, transformation process would, would just come to a screeching halt. Because only death brings about new life. Simply adding fresh leaves would suffocate and stifle the growth um, the necessary organisms need working well beneath the surface. But if I just wait a week or so for those leaves to dry out and die, if I add them then, they bring a rush of oxygen and energy and new life to the whole process. And we see this throughout all of creation. Um, flowers, beautiful and vibrant, eventually wilt and fade. The withered seeds that they produce fall lifeless, buried in the soil, only to then burst forth with new life. Uh, there, there are some plants that even require the, um, the destructive energy of fire simply to survive. The giant sequoia, um, one of the largest trees in the world, the giant sequoia needs fire for its cones to open. It requires the, the massive heat for the cones to open so that the seeds can then fall and be buried and finally germinate and sprout. And in the meantime, the fire has also um, cleared out a space in the canopy where light can re-enter. The fire has also cleared out debris in the area to allow oxygen and nutrients to be restored and to be available to this, this budding new life. And so if we're paying attention, we realize that death has never had the final word. That the resurrection of Jesus was the most powerful proclamation of this hopeful 
idea that is sewn within the very fabric of God's creation, that death does not have the final word, that death is even a welcome part of new life and new growth and rebirth. So we can lament and we're right to do so. We can cry out and shake our fists at the, the reality and deep sadness of death and of loss. But we can also recognize, along with the psalmists, that all things are also made new, including us. And so we have hope because of the very nature and patterns within God's creation all around us. We have hope because Christ revealed this deeper reality in the most powerful of ways in the bodily resurrection, death to life. And we have hope because when all seems lost, something new and radiant can be born. So let's hear Psalm 13. Let's cry out and lament along with the psalmist that our current situation is not as it should be. But let's also look with trust and with hope to the God that restores, to the God that renews. How long, O oh Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and every day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer, O oh Lord my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. My enemy will say, I have overcome him, and my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, for he has been good to me. In this time of continued uncertainty, may we lament together the sorrow, the frustration, the loneliness. Let us cry out to God with our full expression and perhaps we can even do so with resurrection hope that in the very midst 
of our uncertainty in the very midst of our loneliness, we might find that God is doing something new. That we can hope and trust that even in death, there is new life. Well, thank you for joining us again today on the PCOM Daily Prayer Podcast.